Hi, ex-police sheriff John Bunnell here to tell you this. Those shots are like boys are on the run. That crime, raiding the GameCube in the shot tier. We've already captured Stu. He's squealing like a pig. Will we catch the other two? Find out next week on World's Wildest Podcast Chasers. Welcome to Shark Select. It's the time for another episode of Shark Select with me, your host, Winstall. Yay, I'm back. Was I gone? I was probably gone. And I'm joined by everyone's favourite handsome host of the podcast. It's Ryan. Hello. But, oh, hang on. Uh, oh, and Stu. Hey, Stu, you alright? Oh, no, he's not here. Uh, Stu is not here this week. He's uh, He's been captured by ex police sheriff John Bunnell. Mm. I hear he used 30 to 50 feral hogs to corner him. You can tell Stu's not here because there's no fog on going. Mm. Yeah. Hello. Then he's not going. Audio levels. Close that window. But yeah, there we go. What can I say? He likes to keep keep up the standards. Whereas I'm maybe a little more slapdash. But there we go. So yeah, welcome to Shark Select. It's the uh, podcast podcast equivalent of going to catch the train only to find out the trains have been cancelled and you have to go on the bus with tramps. Yep. Uh, so there you go. Um, and also, we probably should mention right at the start that we are members of two lovely podcasting networks, the GPA, that's Gamers Podcast Alliance. You can find all that stuff on www.gamerpodcastalliance.com. Yep. And we're also members of the Odd Pod Squad. Where can you find them, Ryan? Have they so got on, on Twitter, at Odd Pod Squad. There we go. I don't know how you can find all the groups on there, but I think we're in the process of getting a website as well. Yes, and of course, also in the Odd Pod Squad is our friends who we appeared as a guest on their podcast last, the week before last. Mm. It's Grief Burrito, so give them a listen. If you're listening, guys, hello. We're going to steal your sound studio one day. Yeah, I'm just going to take it by force. Brute force. But for now, we've got this lovely new microphone. That's right, we've finally upgraded from the cheapo Chinese microphone. We've got a blue snowball. It's white, though. It's a white blue snowball. Yeah. Mm, it doesn't really make any sense. Like blue balls. But there we go, that's the thing we've got. So, uh, in this episode, we're going to look at a special feature piece, which is alternate history in video games. Yeah, yeah. We're going to have a nice chat about that, aren't we, Ryan? Yeah, yeah, and the best, the best games to do said alternate history that's right so just to make it clear alternate history being where some point in the past where their fictional history deviates from real history yeah. in an interesting and unique fashion mm. uh, we've also of course got an episode of the Sharty Quiz where just I'll just be challenging Ryan this week oh okay see how he gets on and of course we will end with a game of the overly long name game which originally was meant to be called the criminally elongated name competition, but I just we just we just call it the overly overly long name game now, don't mm. we? Uh, so there we go. So would you like Ryan to get down to business with alternate history? Yeah, <clears throat> let's get do it. down and dirty with it. Just yeah, let's get, get in it there. all over our faces. Whatever we do nowadays, yeah. I'm gonna cough. I'm allowed to do that now because no one can tell me off for it. I've still got a cough. I've had this cough for about three months. I'm starting to worry that I might be dying. If I die, Ryan, you, you, you can have 100% bags on the microphone. Oh, cool. Yeah, the only downside is you have to um, sleep with my corpse in a haunted house. All right, yeah. You're down with that? Yeah. All right, let's do it then. What, sleep Shot. with your corpse or um, get on with the episode, you mean? Oh, we're uh, both. Right, okay. You have to kill me first, though. Yeah. Well, I'm still alive. It wouldn't be a corpse, it'd be me. I suppose, yeah. Just be sleeping with me. That's kind of weird. Okay, so, um, alternate history games. Um, I've come up with a little list. Ryan's come up with a little list. Should we go to go down the list and discuss them, Ryan? Let's do it, yeah. All right. So first of all is um, a little-known real-time strategy series. There's an offshoot of Rise of Nations, which was like a cross between Total War and Age of Empires mm-hmm. back in the day. <clears throat> you could start off as, like, cavemen, and by the end you were stomping around in mechs shooting things. And it was always very funny when the enemy was only, like, King Henry VIII and you were in, like, World War Two, <laughs> and you were just sending spitfires to gun down all these, all these little crossbowmen. Ha <laughs> Pathetic peasants, uh, but yeah, the spin-off was Rise of Legends, 
and was set in this sort of whilst it wasn't necessarily alternate history it, had, it was very inspired by sort of renaissance era stuff is this one they've mentioned before isn't it we may have mentioned it in the earlier episode Da Vinci Spider, Da Vinci Spiders, and stuff. That's right, yeah. Da Vinci Robot Spiders, like in Wiki Wiki Wow Wow West. Oh, yeah. Um, you have a monocular, which was just basically a telescope, but because it was called a monocular, like a monocle binocular, it was really cool. So I just, I think we'll just briefly sort of try them because we have talked about it in the past episode. Uh, if we knew which one, we'd tell you what it was, and you could go and listen to it. Um, it was some of the best units, I think. The real time strategy was that episode that, yeah, five. That was it, yeah. Once it was episode five. But there you go. Uh, Indiana Games and Freud the Monkey Boy. That's the one, yeah. That was the one. And then, next up, I suppose, we'll just, we'll just carry on, because we've talked about that before. I feel like I'm repeating myself. Mm. Um, the recent... Well, not the recent, probably all of, the Wolfenstein games. Yeah. Which goes back to like the early 90s with Wolfenstein 3D, the first ever successful first-person shooter, mm. where you fight Mecha Hitler at the end. Yeah, you do, don't you? Yeah. And he says... When you go in the room and he's got these big fucking miniguns, his heads in a jar. Yeah. That was a classic. True story. Uh, yeah, it really happened. The, the Russians just covered it up to make themselves sound cool. Um, and of course, that carries on through various games, some worse than others. Um, but the recent the recent series has been really good. Yeah, I've played. Uh, I haven't played the. I haven't played Wolfenstein 2, but I've played the, the New Order and First Blood. I think that's what they're called. Uh, Old Blood. Old Blood, yeah. Yeah, New New Order and Old Blood are really good. I really like the New Colossus. A lot of people were upset about it because it was like had weird. It was weirdly difficult for the first two thirds of the game. Mm. But I still really enjoyed it. And then the new one that's out, I'm not sure about because it looks like it repeats things a lot and is full of uh, microtransactions. Which one is this? The co-op one. Yeah, Young Bloods is it? Yeah, his daughters or something is it? Yeah, it doesn't look the best. Um, so I might wait till that one was cheaper and pick that one up. Mm. I mean, what was your thought on the Wolfenstein games? That's what you played. Yeah, they're, they're good, good solid shooters, aren't they? And they've got like obviously different alternate history, which is the uh, yeah, because the, the game, topic that we're talking about. That's the one. The game starts in 1946 uh, with the Allies on the brink of defeat. Yeah, because the Nazis have found access to like advanced future tech. And uh, then BJ Blazkowicz gets put in a coma in a raid on General Death's Head's secret compound because mm. he's the mastermind behind it all. And then he wakes up in the sixties, having been in the coma, like sat in a wheelchair for twenty years in the in like a, a hospital. Apart from he's still really buff. Yeah, yeah. And so and I he don't hasn't know. Aged, does he really? I don't <laughs> know how he stayed really buff. Quite frankly, yeah. it uh, must have been like massaging him yeah, just or, to keep him buff. Either that, or they had, or they had those like little tensor pad things that you put on you to like. Yeah shock your Dude. muscles to whatever the friggin hell you do with them they had so many on them it just kept them really hench throughout well, yeah I could do against some of them it, I also liked in that game you had the um, fake Nazi versions of like pop songs from the 60s so like you had a Nazi version of the Beatles and things oh, yeah. like that you can, you can find on the secret records it was it was very cool I like just a little attention to detail yeah. and, and the story was surprisingly good I love the story that came. So that's mm. Wolfenstein. Um, do you want to talk about one, Ryan? Yeah. Um, Metro games as well. Pretty good. Oh, Another, oh. say, alternate history, which set in the future. God forbid there is a nuclear war by uh, 2033, and it, it will still be alternate history and not actual. Yeah. <laughs> let, let, let us hope. Um, I think Met- the Metro series is the only Russian thing I love more than the Tetris Man. That's because I have to love the Tetris mm. Man, or he'll stick blocks in me. Uh, yeah, the games are good, aren't they? Um, fantastic. Pretty games. dark and yes. spooky in places. Very Russian. Yeah, very Russian. Russian fantasy and sci-fi fiction, in my experience, is very dark and grim. Yeah, it's but, good, but it's kind of, it can get quite <coughs> claustrophobic. But like when you go outside and stuff, it's very immersive because you have to like wipe your gas mask and yes. um, check your ammo and you have to repair your guns and things don't you before you go out yeah I've just finished Exodus and uh, for anyone who's on the fence about Exodus because it's a bit more open world don't be on the fence go and buy it because it's awesome I got the good ending because I'm fucking awesome at Metro Archeon it's all about Archeon yeah mute Archeon Archeon that's the only thing that annoys me he, he, he talks in loading screens yeah but it should respond even if it's just a couple of sentences the fact that he says nothing at all just winds me up yeah he just stands there people go oh, hi Archon how yeah. are you doing and then it gets kind of awkward and they're like so yeah. and then he just walks off so the, the, after he's gone they must be like thank well, f- like, well like 
I guess he's got to do what I ask. Yeah. I don't know. He's I'd be, walked off. I'd be like, thank fuck for that. I'm just glad he's gone. Mm. It's really awkward. He just stares at you. Or he starts flipping his head around or like getting his gun in and out. He's, yeah. he's mad. He's just walking problems. around the room looking at stuff. I don't know how, I don't know what Anna saw in him, quite frankly. He's a fucking nut job. Yeah. But yeah, the Metro games, 2033, Last Light and Exodus, well worth a play. Mm. That's what I'd say on that yeah. one. Uh, do you want to do another one, Ryan? Yeah. Um, Fallout series as well. Nobody's dick's that long. Not even long Dick Johnson, and he had a fucking long dick. That's the name. Oh, um, obviously the first one I ever played was Fallout Three. Same. Um, I never played like one or two, but they were they were top down, weren't they? Isometric. Yeah, they were like isometric adventure games, like Diablo, but yeah, yeah. Um, sci-fi, I suppose. Mm. But uh, yeah, like that Fallout Three was really good. I mean, it was a bit weird where he played as a baby. Oh yeah, it's the first first ever FPS baby simulator. Mm. Yeah, and uh, Liam Neeson was like, "Come to daddy," and not in a weird way, not in a thick voice, <laughs> sharp select sort of way. Yeah. It's like, "Come to daddy," and then you just see, you you look up and it's Stu looking down at you, and it's like, "Oh no!" Uh, and you have to play as a boy. Yeah, but it's pretty good. Or, 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 like, or yeah. a girl, you can. Yeah, sorry, choose yeah, yeah, your, your yeah. gender. Say kid. Yeah, um, but then it was pretty good when you got out and you could wander about. And yeah. even, even like right at the start, there's that choice anyway. You can blow up Megaton, and like the first town you go to, you can choose to blow it up if you want. I say, what a psychopath he had to be to blow up Megaton. I know, yeah. You got a house out of that, it was cool. Yeah. And you put all your, it's the only place in the game where you could put your fucking gear without you going missing. How I, how I missed the days of Morrowind, where you could kill that orc woman in Balmora and fill a basement full of weapons. You could do it with anyone in, in there, couldn't you? Especially even, I used to go one step further on Morrowind, I'd go in kill somebody claim it as my house or whatever put my stuff in and then go out and use a lock spell on the door yes <laughs> see and you laughed at me for locking the doors in Dungeon Keeper to stop the monsters getting to the spell books yeah. god <laughs> total immersion bruh yeah that's what we're all about here yeah how we look back at Fallout 3 though especially New Vegas how fucking janky do they look now oh no yeah um, I mean Fallout New Vegas is regarded as the best one but I mean, you go back to the graphics, and it's like, oh, yeah. Story-wise, I'd say it's the best one. Yeah, and you can like that's the one where you could down. actually aim down your sights and stuff. Yeah, yeah. they finally introduced it. Yeah. It's like, oh my god, Fallout Four, I thought was quite boring. It, it was okay. I liked how the I did like how the protagonist was fully dialogued, fully voiced. Yeah, made it change. Good. But yeah. there weren't as many dialogue options. It was like sarcastic, happy, sad, yeah. angry. I always do sarcastic because I'm uh, British and. Uh, yeah, it has to be sarcastic because we're from the UK and yeah. that's the only language we understand. Was yeah. that sarcasm? Who knows? Yeah. What I sort of get a bit bored of with the Fallout games, especially because it was like a new engine, because obviously it's later than Skyrim and that, was the sheer amount of loading screens. Oh my god, yes, there were so many loading screens. Yeah, it's like you load out to go to the wasteland and you load to go into every single room. Yeah. It's like, oh. It's like I kind of want to walk into this room, but I can't be fucking bothered. Yeah, so that's what we <coughs> know. When I got to this. When I was doing the second playthrough, I was like, load screen, load screen, load screen. I was like, oh, that's enough of this. <laughs> you, you, you did play it on, on the Xbox 360. Oh, my God. It was so bad. Mm. Remember on Oblivion, where every town had a wall around it just to make you do a go through a loading screen to yeah. go into it? It's like, fuck's sake. I know, especially after the openness of Morrowind, where you could literally, like, levitate the entire map and then just you know, well, to load to go into buildings. I did make some a jetpack shield which was a shield with maximum levitation and maximum speed on it so I was a human jet well a dark health jet fighter in that game <laughs> it got me between killing wood elves that, that, that bit quicker mm. can't you bother somebody else fuck you yeah uh, wood elves sorry throwback anyway so I'm going to skip this next one because I've never played it so you can talk about that one yeah but, I played a bit of it but it's probably um, worth a mention for yeah. any Sony fans out there Resistance Fall of Man was it Just, I was going to say Resistance one way you fought those aliens with all the multiple eyeballs and yeah. it's like alternate World War 2 timeline but instead of fighting Nazis you're fighting space goons but I don't think they're from space I think they were from like Russia or somewhere and they were made in a lab I can't remember exactly I, I only played the third one it was quite good though I just never got on to finishing it and it was pretty good so Resistance Fall of Man neither me nor Ryan have played it but if you're a Sony fan why not Send us in a little comment on Twitter or email us at shartselect at gmail.com yes. and tell us why we should play the series. And if you do tell us convincingly enough, 
we'll tell people that you told us on the next episode but we still won't play it because mm. mm-hmm. I've not got a PS3 No, oh, yeah right so coming down to the bottom of this where these are my favourite 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 alternate history games now so we'll start with uh, Bioshock yes some people will be upset that we didn't uh, start with Bioshock yeah one two and uh, Infinite yes why do people get so angry about Infinite these days it's one of those games that was really good but when people look back and like oh it was shit it was clever though wasn't it because there was that Barber Quartet was singing like a song from like the future yeah uh, from when it was set and stuff like that <clears throat> the twist proper blew my mind yeah not even like well not even the main who you really were part of the plot but like everything around it it was like oh my god what oh yeah when those fact twins they, keep showing up and giving the twins you hints. are the same people yeah and they keep giving you hints and it's like yeah. what? it's even like when they just say right at the start when you first meet them and they ask you to um, like, is it pick pick something don't they and you choose one and then they mark it on the chalkboard yeah and then every one of them's like no or whatever there's like loads of them and they just all they've done is ask Booker DeWitt the same question and it's always gone to the same one yeah it's very clever and you could choose to be mean and throw throw a cricket ball at some some captives Uh, but I I didn't because I was cool and that's where the action starts yeah but if you save them they give you like a reward later on didn't they oh yeah I mean you can't throw a cricket ball at someone it's not it's not cool man unless they're baddies they weren't baddies but yeah say I had a complaint with Infinite people said it didn't need the combat it's a first person shooter it's not a a walking sim it's a first person shooter I've only played one of them that I enjoyed it was um, the was, was it, is it called The Remains of Edith Finch or something? Um, it was a free download on PSN a couple of months back and it was actually pretty cool. But it's, yeah, it was a shooter. It's designed to be a shooter. Bioshock are shooters. Mm. The only thing I don't like about the Bioshock was the, the control system was a bit weird. Like, you had your gun, aim down sights was like a separate toggable button. Yeah. And then to get the plasmids out you had to like equip it it wasn't like a quick fire thing so you no. couldn't have a plasmids and a gun at the same time you had to walk around with your hand one, with your hand with your fire in and then your hand with the gun in yeah, oh, on the first game it wasn't even that was it no. I think it's only in two onwards where you could do them both at the same time no you couldn't do it in you couldn't do it in infinite you had to swap between I, I think. think I think you could in two when you played as the big daddy oh maybe because remember I had the drill in one hand and the lightning plasmid in the other it's the best combat, maybe it? just the combat was a bit was a bit weird in the uh Infinite, but I did like the executions with the Skyhawk. Yeah, that was cool. Um, I think Bioshock One's probably my favourite out of the three. Yeah, because it's it's got the the ultimate twist in video games. And I remember, like weirdly or not, we I think it might have been talking to you or Stu about it. And we were saying, why does a guy you play as just do what you're told? Yeah, that's and we were right. Just yeah. having the dis- just a general discussion about just always doing what you're told. Yeah, isn't it and weird then, that you just do what you're told in these games? And it's like, hang on a minute. And then there's Someone a big twist was, about it. Yeah. Someone was listening. Um, see, when I was on um, the World Red Mages podcast, Side Quests, talking about bosses, boss fights a while back, I was on with uh, our good friend Irish Tom, who's on Twitter mm-hmm. and was one of the one of the mages over there. And he and I actually made him say "Would you kindly" without him noticing what he was doing. <laughs> I was like, "Yes, he said it." <laughs> He said, "Would you kindly?" And I was like, "Yes." It was like an affirming moment in my life. <laughs> he did, he did, he did an accidental Atlas impression. <laughs> so there you go. Shout out to you, to- Irish Tom, if you're yeah. ever. Uh, and then we'll move on to the next one, which I actually forgot to include on my underrated game list as well. Uh, Prey 2017. Right. You know what? I forgot that as well. So yeah, that's how underrated it is. Yeah, we we accidentally underrated it. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, criminally underrated Prey 2017 yeah. uh, done by Arcane Studios the same the people that did Dishonored fucking it's, wonderful game uh, beautifully made and masterpiece the, the levels are very interesting <coughs> the enemies the typhoids uh, are varied a bit, yeah, bit interesting they they as well. right. a bit Pe- creepy as well people shuttle them a bit but I thought yeah. they were alright what I liked about that game was you start off really weak but by the end you're an absolute killing machine yeah, it's, yeah. A re- it's a nice sort of backwards difficulty curve where mm. you start off fighting for your life and it's like alright fuckers I've got a fully upgraded shotgun use first yeah that's but, the key to it isn't it your shotgun that's yeah. what you want the, the pistol's just crap the alternate so. history for that game was that JFK survived the assassination attempt mm. and looked really into space travel and worked together with the Russians when they discovered an alien presence on one of the satellites yeah, is it in Talos, is it? Or that's something else. Uh, Talos 1, was it called? Yeah. And then when the Soviet Union fell, they started doing experiments on it. 
because of course they did <laughs> and uh, yeah Prey happened all the all escapes and started fucking people up yeah but Prey had one of the cleverest intros to a game I've ever seen if you've not played it I won't spoil it for you but mm. I blew my mind out when I played it around yours didn't I you yeah. made me play it because I wasn't going to buy it and I was like shit yeah, this is this is how you get out. Just break through that window there, and then yeah, uh, something happens, and then you're like, "What? Yeah, what the dickens?" Yeah, suppose we should mention about the alternate reality of the Bioshock games as well. We completely glossed over the fact we, we, why we were talking about it. Oh yeah, yeah. It's certain alter- I think it starts off in the alternate sixties of the first game, isn't it? Yeah. Where you find the abandoned yeah. city of Rapture, or almost abandoned city of Rapture, at the bottom of the ocean. Yeah, it's been there for a few years where they were doing in uh, doing experiments again, but the because it's like over international under yeah. international waters and they yeah. can do whatever they, they want they were free of the uh, meddling of state and church yeah. the, the church says no as Andrew Ryan said in his little speech mm-hmm. Andrew Ryan yeah that was it so, so that was all about the Bioshock games got quite deep didn't they a lot yeah, of them were did, sort yeah. of about politics and morality and things like that yeah if, if you like your FPS is full of story and deep it's a good one to go with hmm uh, if you don't like bullet spongy enemies don't bother with it though because they get really bullet spongy towards the end Since once you get to Hephaestus they become proper just for fuck's sake die yeah, yeah. like you're playing fucking Uncharted you have to do combos don't you to finish them off properly yeah that's right you like one two punch as uh, Atlas likes to say so yeah anyway Prey was a really good game but it's all about the shotgun I, I, I remember I told you I was having trouble with it. You said just go down, just just go in that room and get the shotgun. You'll never have trouble again. Yeah, and just oh, yeah. any weapon or graves you get, just put it all in the shotgun. And don't bother with anything else. Yeah. And uh, if you want, just when you're upgrading your uh, typhoids, typhoids, no neuromods. Yeah, neuromods. Mods. Yeah. Yeah, but when you're going into like the alien sort of tech, then yeah, you only wanted this certain ability where it just does like a shockwave and just kills everything yeah because I, I didn't have anything else because then the turrets turned against me yeah I just I fucking just, love those turrets just enough so the turrets weren't attacking me yeah I love those turrets they were my heroes those turrets were best turrets in games maybe that could be a feature piece one day best turrets <laughs> okay. well the Portal 2 turrets would win hmm yeah they talk and yeah, sang yeah, and things a bit sentient now. they sounded sad when you tipped them over yeah even though they were trying to kill you that is kind of cute alright they're the second best Um what's the next one Ryan I'm going to leave the next one to you because you love it Metal Gear yeah man bit of solid snake in your life Ooh. yeah so all of them are set around different timelines aren't they because like Snake Eater which is the all time best Metal Gear second best for me fight me uh, I won't fight you well you well, mean the first one unless we greased up Metal Gear Solid on the PS1 was the best one yeah I suppose but the what you could do on for Metal Gear 3 like when it went fully 3D and everything um that was set like Cold War, wasn't it? That was six years Yeah, well. that's right. Yeah, and because you had to fight the Soviets. Yeah, and they had like B Man and really old Sniper Man and Tongue Man. Remember yeah. Tongue? Yeah, the fear. And he's the one. He just kind of fanning around in the woods with his tongue out. Yeah, yeah, he was weird. There's a weird glitch how you can do. Him. I've heard about this. It's something to do with practically like playing dead, isn't it? Yeah, you you do your fake death pill and then he comes over and then you wake up but you don't move. Instead, you just set him on fire. He <laughs> like just torch. put a torch, yeah, and, just him, and he just doesn't react. He just health just goes down. <laughs> That's how I'm gonna die. It's gonna say, what's, 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 you guys smell burning. Dying. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry, it's me. Fucking hell. And but the end was a really good baddie as well. We've discussed clever, him already. Very clever boss fight. Many ways to kill him. Yeah, I always shot the parrot. I was like the spaceman, and when you killed him, a fiery, fiery skull came out of him. I was like. Okay. Oh yeah, it did, didn't it? Fury yeah. was it? With That's it yeah, yeah, he was quite hard. The cosmonaut. And then there was that stupid boss, which was the dead guy. I quite liked that one. That was clever. That's a clever boss. Yes, but if you played through the game without killing anybody, he was dead easy, wasn't he? He just wandered down the river. Yeah, but if he made the mistake of gunning everybody down, all the spirits came after you in that bit. Yeah, it's a bit rough. Even like even the animals you kill, like the end parrot, would come after you and everything. Yeah, it's like fuck's sake, killed by a ghost macaw. <laughs> but there you go. Um, so that was set in like the alternate 60s where it got a bit heavy on the uh, anime influences yeah thanks yeah. to Mr. Kojima um, and it had like big big old mechs stomping around the Afghan desert and things mm. like that but no one knew about it no one ever saw that was, it, was that a mech? nah fuck it no no we're not no, getting no. involved with that it smells like Hideo Kojima well, there, also, there was also a big 
cannon, wasn't there, that, that they were trying to stop that could fire oh, nukes? Oh, what was it called? The Shacklehead. That was it, yeah. No. That was a half, it was like half Metal Gear, half yeah. missile launcher, yeah, wasn't it? Big caterpillar tracks at the back and two drills at the front. Yeah. And the drills sort of pulled it along somehow. It was a yeah. very strange Yeah, so it could thing. drill in, couldn't it, and then set up and set, send missiles halfway around the yeah. globe. It was the Soviet Metal Gear. Yeah. Don't mess with it. So, yeah, Metal Gear. I, we say, I highly recommend Metal Gear Solid 2 and 3... Don't need to play the rest. That's my uh, maybe controversial opinion. Mm. I did enjoy. I, I enjoyed playing through <coughs> four the first time, but I had no desire to go back to it just because of the sheer length of. I mean, it wasn't even just the the videos and uh, cinematics in there. It was all the codec bloody talking as well. I was like, oh, oh my yeah. god, Meryl. But I did like. I like the suit. I when you crouch next to something, yeah, it, it adapted around it. It was just an updated version of the Metal Gear Solid 3 where you changed your camo to match your appearance yeah but I always thought like outside the box of that <coughs> thinking can you imagine Snake like unrolling his backpack trying to find the yeah, right exactly. camo and then getting changed again I'm just going to change my face paint and like, oh, his full body suit yeah. trying, trying to change all that changing his big old onesie yeah. he'd have a real hard time wouldn't he I always thought it was weird a bit, it's a bit fetishistic how he the contours of old Snake's bum you got really into it. Like each individual buttock was like perfectly moulded. It's like, dude, he's like, he's like seventy, but not seventy. Give him a break. Yeah, that's what that's what annoyed me as well. Like when when they announced obviously Metal Gear Four, he was going back to Solid Snake again. Yeah, I was like well hyped for it. But then they yeah. released it, and it looked like my granddad. I was like, he literally did look like Ryan's granddad. By the way, he's not exaggerating. Yeah, yeah. That. So that that obviously we decided from that point on that my granddad is Solid Snake I once saw him strangle a man in the car park and uh, pick up a ration yeah. that fell from his body he went <laughs> then he picked it up and then, yeah. he, then he ran off and they're doing a weird jog yeah. no, no, that so my granddad doesn't eat he just goes his inventory pulls out a ration and then it disappears yeah and it makes a weird noise mm. or, or if he defeats a particularly powerful foe he does that sort of Bruce Forsyth pose where he puts his forehead on his fist and he goes yeah. and gives him extra health Yeah, I don't know how it works yeah, no, I don't ask, even, I'll have to ask him. Yeah. I don't ask him. I feel like I might be pre- 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 breaching his trust. Yeah. They might be disrespectful. Well, he might disappear and just like take you out. He might do. Like, yeah, he might. Yeah, he might. Or he might, as I always used to do, because I couldn't fucking control properly. Just throw the guy over his shoulder instead. Like, no, I want to strangle him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ed shot him quick before he got back up and got on his radio. Got massively out of control when I played Metal Gear. I was terrible at it. <laughs> uh, next up, Assassin's Creed. This is a big one. Yeah, I mean, it's the whole bloody franchise, isn't it? It's Assassin's sort of... Creed has been tinkering with history from ancient Greece right up to the Victorian times. Yeah. Fucking about with it. Causing <laughs> trouble. You were, what, an Arabic assassin, yeah. an Italian bloke. Turned master assassin, head yeah. of the order. Yeah. yeah. A yeah. random drunk pirate. Uh, random drunk pirate, I liked him. He's my favourite. Yeah, from four, wasn't it? Surly Native American. Yeah, I didn't like him. No, he's a bit too surly. He couldn't. He, he had a Edward Kenway, who was it was that suave British bloke. No, he was Hatham. Hatham was oh, the yeah. old one. Yeah. Edward was the uh, was the pirate. Who don't you think they modelled him on Chris Hemsworth just a bit when you look at it? Yeah, yeah closer. Yeah. It's like, do we just did you just really want Chris Hemsworth to play <laughs> Edward Kenway? Don't get wrong, it would have worked. Yeah. Uh, who else was there? There's loads, weren't there? There was say there was ancient Egypt man. Yeah, I forgot, I forgot. Oh, was it Bav- Bavak or something? He yeah, was, yeah, something like that. <coughs> he was a Medjay, and there was ancient Greek people. I've not played that one. I've, I've not played it for a very long time. I got quite near the end, and then I just sort of stopped playing it. I've not been back to it. Yeah, just play I need it, to pick up again. Did you play Syndicate? No. Like there's two. You played two in that one. There was Jacob, who was a proper cocky, annoying bellend. And Evie on it as well. And Evie was a sister who was a, like a cool character. And so she never got any of the important story missions. <laughs> it's like, oh wow, sexist, isn't it? Mm. <laughs> And Unity was a crap one. Yeah, even the French Revolution—that's yeah. terrible. I sort of, I sort of <coughs> lost interest from uh, Assassin's Creed Three, where he ended up having to do all this sub game as well yeah. as doing the main game, and then he had all these extra quests, and in the end, he's just getting bombarded with so much stuff. He got a like, bit, oh my god! He got a bit too Ubisoft. Yeah, there's too many yeah. like filler quests, like find this chest, climb yeah. this thing, find a hundred feathers. No, how about you fuck off? Not find hundred feathers. Find your own fucking feathers, you fuckbag. Uh, but yeah, that's my thoughts on Assassin. Oh, of course, the story was that you are a bloke called Des uh, Desmond. Yeah, that was the original trilogy. Looks, that yeah, one. Yeah, he looks a bit like Adam Sandler crossed with Ben Stiller. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. 
and he gets kidnapped. So, was but, it uh, Ben Sandler, wasn't it? Or Adam Stiller was the Ben actor. Sandler, yeah. Was the, uh, <laughs> the actor that they modelled him off, yeah. Yes, and he got kidnapped by uh, someone's granddad who forced him to like access the memories of his ancestors with like super powerful technology. Mm. It's someone's granddad and the main character from The Good Place. Mm. Fucking Veronica Mars it was. And it's like, hang on a minute, at no point did you think to yourself, I could just overpower the feeble old man and escape. Well, he doesn't give you the option, did it, in the original game? Because you're in a prison, aren't you? And you just have to... Yeah, basically, you walk around walk like... Around, you can do sort of stuff, or you just climb back in the animus. Um, but, the, yeah, the original Assassin's Creed was good, but it was limited, wasn't it, just to, like, one level at a time? Yeah, that's right. It wasn't yeah. much free roam. It was, here's the start of the city. Yeah. Do these little mini-quests to unlock where the final body will be, and then go and kill him. Yeah, that's right. Go do him. And then that, that shit twist towards the end, where there's, like, a... Is it Robert de Sable, the head of the Knights Templar? A massive, fucking thick boy Frenchman, big bald bloke, yeah, yeah. proper badass. And you're stalking him through the city. When you go to kill him, and as you're fighting him, he's going, uh, uh, and you can see he's quite clearly got breasts. It's like this is a woman dressed as Robert de Sable. And, that, mm. and then when he goes in for the kill and he takes her out, he's like, "You're a woman." It's like, no, really? <laughs> Bloody hell! I'll tell you. How did you not spot yeah, but that? But the um, finger dad, didn't they? The, in Assassin's Creed 2 because she got away with Assassin's Creed 2 that's who Altair had like an affair with yeah well, to, to increase to keep the bloodline going so yeah uh, Ezio is related to him in a very long way yeah I think he, he let her go didn't he because she was uh, she was she'd done nothing to him like yeah apart from trying to fight him and there was that crap twist as well in the end of the game oh yeah where nasty old man turns out to be a nasty old yeah, man yeah because your targets were people who knew the existence of the apple of Eden which was the magic ancient MacGuffin which they can use to yeah. do something but the original like Assassin's Creed 1 and 2 had the meta, the hidden game in it where you had to find the Eden within the puzzles yes and it, it sort cool, of revealed man. how like the apple was present in all different all major <laughs> historical events they really wormed it in there didn't they apparently Henry Ford had it at one point yeah so that's how Ford's got to be so reliable um, but there you go but yeah that's Assassin's Creed um, I thought it was Good series up until I lost interest at about Unity was where it did it for me. It was it was three for me. I didn't like the main character. Three was weak. Yeah. Even though I love the setting, it's my favourite period of history. Mm. But then it was just really weak. And they said when they in the promotional material that it wouldn't just be black and white. Um, the like the rebels are the goodies and the British are the baddies, and it'd be going between them. I was like, well, that sounds interesting. The British were just the baddies all the way through it. Mm. I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm not being all like. Uh, you know St George defend yeah. England hurrah ballots because I don't believe in that but it's like could be stand to be a little bit more black and white with it that's the British and the baddies yeah. alright you I'm going to take over your country and all that business <laughs> uh, yeah but there you go that's just the Assassin's Creed yeah, I didn't even get into Black Flag but apparently that was one of the better ones but I didn't even oh I love Black Flag it's dead good fun fact you know, do you know how much uh, Assassin's Creed 3 is on the Switch about 25 30 quid is it the remastered one yeah robbing bastards fucking I, every episode I'll try and get a rant about Nintendo's high prices and, <laughs> well uh, hopefully they'll listen and just turn like yeah. the prices Doug Bowser if you're out there get the prices Doug Bowser so Doug Bowser why is he right Arnie <laughs> get to the clown shaped helicopter <laughs> right okay uh, anyway so next up on the list uh, Command and Conquer Red Alert series yeah play them uh, Red Alert 2. Oh, Red Alert 2 is the best one. Mm. It's a weird alternate history where <clears throat> Albert Einstein made the time machine and then went back in time and killed Hitler. But there's, but because he did that, it then meant that the Soviets took the power vacuum and then like tried to conquer the world, basically. Ah, oh, because Hitler wasn't there to stop it. Kind of. So okay. in the first game, he was trying to the, like Stalin was trying to conquer Europe. There's that cheesy cutscenes, like live action cutscenes where someone's playing Stalin and everything. Yeah, yeah. Which is proper funny. Well, they always did that well, didn't they? Command and Conquer with the yeah live action cutscenes and introductions. And there was a twist at the end of the Soviet campaign, I think it was, where Stalin gets poisoned and dies, and then the guy at the table looks up and it came from the from the Tiberium series. <laughs> it's like Kane, you bastard! How did he get there? Uh, Red Alert Two isn't trying to conquer America. Yeah. which was fucking awesome such yeah. a good game um, if you've not played Red Alert 2 play it you see like, it's, being, it's being uh, they're being remastered the original Command and Conquer that is so good I'm going to play all them to death yeah, yeah such things as I'm on the news 
Nothing here but us trees. Yeah, <laughs> that's my favourite one. Oh, yes, comrade. There's the little conscripts as well that you could just. Yeah, I used to always prefer the Soviets over the. Oh, I love the Allies though, because like you could have, you could get the cloning machine, couldn't you? So every every one you made, you got two like yeah. soldiers, and you got the, the V the V three rockets. Yeah, about twenty of them. Send them over. It's great. Yeah, it's like the Allies were more technical and nuanced. You yeah. used tricks to get ahead, whereas the Soviets were just pure power and numbers. Yeah. But like then again, like like we mentioned as well in the best RTS units, the Chrono Commando from the Allies yes. and the Chrono Legionnaire were uh, I think it, amazing. I, can't, uh, I think it was Yuri's Revenge where you, the expansion pack where you got Boris though, who was a Soviet commando. He had an AK-47 and he had a laser pen thing that called MIGs to blow up buildings and he was like what is he? So I don't mess with me which is the coolest <laughs> thing ever. He looks a bit like the Tetris man. Couldn't you get Yori as well? Um, not as a controllable unit but he had his own faction. Yeah he got weren't he like called telepaths and stuff? Yeah it's a bit stupid I don't really like Yori very much. Mm. Nothing against the actor playing him is it Udo Kia? Very famous actor mm. playing him. The cutscenes were fucking beautiful man. It had, that, it had Leon off Robocop as the president of the United States. Yeah, yeah. Which I didn't make that connection until recently, until we did the follow-through episode on it. Yes. And I was like, what? What was the other one as well? Um, oh, is it the intro, in it, to Red Alert 2, where they're on the phone like that, and then they got <laughs> on the phone, and then Yuri does, like, some mind thing, and then the guys look at each other like... We are... Um, <laughs> no! <laughs> they just press the buttons, like... No, it's under mind control. It's, no! What are you doing?! The final doors are closed. Yeah. <laughs> and you're always like, down the phone there. Just making that noise. It's enough. It's all you have to do. You yeah, know, when you, well, when you ring someone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, stop. Stop. <laughs> like that. It's definitely how you do it. Just Must saying. be. Must be. Uh, the third one was, wasn't very good. But I did like the Japanese faction. They were quite fun. And uh, fucking George Takei was the emperor. That was <laughs> fucking sweet. Also fucking sweet was the leader of the Soviets was fucking Tim Curry. When I first saw it, I was like, fuck it out, it's Tim Curry. Fucking legend. <laughs> Being an evil, evil Soviet. Does the Dania come with a general? And he's like, oh, he's fucking loving it. I bet they didn't even have to pay him. <laughs> Big fucking cheesy grin he had on his face all the way through it. He was loving uh, it. I'll, yeah, do it for free. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it. Um, you put, you've put one more down, right? I have, yeah. Oh. Uh, the, my favourite alternate history game. Without a doubt. Oh, yeah. Set in 2007. With the tagline, uh, it is the future. It's Far Cry 3, Blood Dragon. Oh, yeah. I didn't play much of this. I played the intro, which was fucking awesome. Yeah, because the intro is Long Tall Sally, and you've got (coughs) in a helicopter with a minigun gunning down as many people as you can. Yeah, that's right. And it had a, um, like, 16-bit cutscenes. Yes, it did, yeah. And a proper synth rock soundtrack as well. And the... uh, it's a bit annoying at first, but after it's gone, uh, on when you're playing the game, there's lines all the way across the the screen all, at all times, like you're looking through an old school monitor. Yeah, and um, he was voiced by Michael Bain, I think. Wasn't it was, it? yeah, of uh, Hicks and Kyle Reese fame. Yeah. Uh, so I thought that was cool because yeah. Michael Bain's an '80s legend. Quite yeah. Frankly, yeah. he was in Commander Conquer too. He was in Tiberius Sun as the GDI commander. Oh, was he? Yeah. You know what? He was clearly enjoying himself too. And James Earl Jones was in that one as well. Mufasa, you must kill the Brotherhood. I'd love uh, James Earl Jones to read me a bedtime story. Definitely. And if you just stroke my hair gently, Mm. so I can fall asleep. Yeah. Like basically, he's he's a cool granddad. He's like a cool granddad, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Have you seen the new Lion King? No, I haven't. He's in that. I know. Yeah. Says all the things. What's annoying me about that is that a lot of people have reprised their original roles. Like yeah. the main people, except Jeremy Irons. Yeah, although Chiwetel Ejiofor, I think that's how you pronounce his name, he is good as Scar. Yeah, but it's not Jeremy Irons. It's certainly it? not Jeremy Irons. Long live the king. One of my all time yeah. favourite Disney characters. And Be Prepared is the best Disney song. Fucking come at me if you want to fight about it. If you come at me with Under the Sea, I'll stick it up your bum, pal. Don't you come, don't you come at me <laughs> saying that Be My Guest is better than Be Prepared. You could be my guest and fucking jump out a window. Yeah, you could be my guest and fuck off with yeah, your opinion. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Fuck off. Yeah, be prepared. Prince yeah. Ali, Prince who the fuck is he? <laughs> uh. <laughs> no, no. Um, the best one is, uh, I can't remember what it's called now, the one the genie f- sings. <laughs> yeah. That one, no, it's, yeah. it's not the best one, Brian. No, never had a friend. Never had a friend. I'd argue it might be the second best one, but it's not the best. No. 
Because then you've got I Just Can't Wait to Be King. That's clearly the second best one. Might say the third best one. Mm. I just like The Lion King, all right? Well, well yeah, imagine <laughs> doing top 10 Disney songs <laughs> in the next episode. Yes, we can ask <laughs> you for his opinions. You'll hate it. Um, <laughs> there we go. So, yeah, so that was, are you happy with that? Any more honourable mentions? You know, um, well, only the fact that, for those of you that haven't played Far Cry Blood Dragon, you should play it because it's Ace. He's got all these one-liners. He's got a robot arm. Yes. Uh, and, it's, and his arms. name is Rex Power Cult. <laughs> Rex Power Cult. Yeah. And he's got a big old uh, revolver as well. <clears throat> yeah, well, you can upgrade your guns, and the gun ends up being the same gun from Robocop. Oh, you, yeah. You can get a high powered explosive launching sniper rifle. Nice. Uh, you can get the same shotgun from Terminator 2, and he reloads it in the same fashion. The uh, Winchester. Yeah. Um. There's some sort of machine gun on there you can get as well, and of course the uh, bow and arrow. But it's actually fire. It's the arrows are just neon green. Yes, because everything's neon. Everything's neon and pink, and then it's. Good. Didn't they have like a neon version of the cassowaries from regular Far Cry Three that could fuck you up in like one kick? Yeah, I yeah. saw one of those at Chester Zoo, and I thought, shit in hell, if that escapes, we're all yeah. dead. And I remember um, Far Cry. <coughs> robot tigers. Fucking hell! Uh, and big, massive dragons—the actual blood dragons. Yeah. So you have to steal the hearts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah well, no, you pick hearts off people, and you can throw them to lure the dragons into the bases. Oh, that's right. The um, the story's good, but it's a bit, it's a bit weak in places because you have to. Like the mains, there's only like say, ten main story missions, and then in between that, you have to clear bases. Like so, you're just doing a lot of base yeah. clearing. A lot of Ubisoft stuff. Yeah, but there's there's not a, there's not that much. Yeah, you have to find some video. It was only an expansion, stuff. really, wasn't it? Yeah, you probably yeah. get it quite cheap now. Yeah, it's about it's about about six quid on Steam. It's been remastered, I think, for consoles as well. Sure what Blood it Dragon? Has. Sure it has. If it's not, then go buy an old console and play it. God, what do you want me to do? Do you want to buy you a console? Just do it. Oh, yeah. Fuck. Yeah. yeah. I'm only joking. I love you, really, listeners. Please don't leave me. And Wait. also, the re- the um, healing animations were pretty good because like. Because it's based on the Far Cry 3 engine. Obviously, the character just pulling bullets out of his weak yeah. forearms all the time, like they were in the other ones. So, like, his arm would be oh, yeah. fall off, so the, it just plugged the servos back in and his robot arm starts yeah. working again. Time's kind of like, <laughs> that jerk around. Yeah, or um, he'll get, like, uh, a welding torch out and just weld it together again. Yeah, would you let him give you a metal hand job? <sighs> if he wore a soft glove? It depends on what... Um, I'd have to know what his grip strength was. Cause uh, he'd turn it down low for you. He won't I, I, I want him to squeeze it so it's like Play-Doh. No, no. He, he, he and then when they let go, it's all like... Broken. Hand-shaped. Yeah, I think he'd have it on low. Uh, and then it depends on how fast the pistons go to make it... Yeah, move, true. It'd be dangerous. Might rip it off. What, yeah. if he, what if he maintained eye contact throughout? What, with his laser eye? Or? Both. Maybe. Well, you wouldn't know with his laser eye, would you? Like, he could be just looking away from you with it. Well, you never know. It's not got any pupils. Yeah, maybe. Maybe that's see. why he put it in. So it could be a lens, though. He might end up like filming it and then putting it on YouTube. Oh, he definitely would have done it, little bastard. He would, not he? Rex Power pervert, more like. All right, anyway, that's the end of that section of the podcast. Mm. Let's round that off nicely. Do you want to play a quiz, Ryan? Uh, yeah, quickly, because you've done some work on it. I'll yeah, yeah, I have indeed. see how good I am at it. just for you. Um, first, I need to find where, in the, where in, the, in the Google Drive I put it. There it is. <coughs> it's time for... Should we do a jingle? Apparently, Pixie Podcast has called me out. For he has called you out, yeah. yeah. I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm not a fighter, guys. It's not. It's a jingle off, isn't it? So a jingle off. Yeah, so you, you, I think it's going to be like a diss battle, but it'll be a jingle off. Really? So you'll, have to, you'll have to think of some words that will rhyme with like Pixie and stuff like that, and yeah. podcast, and then you can proper lay into him with a jingle. I need to practice with this uh, with this intro, really, don't I? Mm. Um... I've done some work, it's the fucking biz, so come over here and sit on my quiz. That was that. Yeah. Yeah. Sit on my quiz, I don't know what it means, but let's roll with uh-huh. it. Yeah. So question one, Ryan, on this week's quiz. Uh, it actually feeds in nicely to what we've been talking about earlier. Assassin's Creed began with the story of Altair. What does his name mean? Don't answer me yet, wait till the end. Ah, oh, fuck it, I know it already. Oh, tell me then, go on. It's Eagle, isn't it? Ooh, one point for Ryan. No points for mm. me, I guess. <laughs> Stu, Stu, do you get that? Oh, no, he's not here, is he? Mm. No points for Stu. Uh, question two. Hudson Soft created which famous puzzling slash explosive battling game? 
bit of, oh, it's not a bloody bubble bobble, is it? No, but you're thinking along the right lines. That sort of era. Well, I don't know. Trying to move on? I just to tell you. Yeah, just tell me, right? It was Bomberman. Oh, yeah. Mm, bad little thing. bastard, isn't he? Yeah. Question three. Which console had the Menacer light gun? Menacer light gun? Yeah. Mm. I'm going to go with the NES. It was actually the Mega Drive. <sighs> I knew it had a light gun, but I didn't yeah, know what it was called. It's one in three so far. Question four. Which game featured Mickey Mouse, Donald Duck, and a creepy blue caterpillar in the first level? That'd be World of Illusion. Oh, well done. Ah, it's 2 5. Yeah. Final question. What was the first level in Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2? Uh, <laughs> airport hangar, was it? Bing! 3 out of 5. Well done, Ryan. That's an average score. You did well there. It's Blood Brothers by Papa Roach. Oh, yeah. It always plays on the first level, the first song. I just put it on the loop because I love it. So there we go. That was the quiz. How are we doing for time? 45 minutes. We're doing all right, yeah? Should we finish up with the overly long name game and then round it out? We're doing very well. I like these ones. Yeah, I'm going to try and see if I can figure it out. Remember, keep it to yourself. We want our friends on Twitter to play as well. Yeah, because that's the way they win the prize, isn't it? By our friends, I, of course, mean Dave and Tom. No, there's some more entrances. Entries. Because don't forget, there's a Shark Select t shirt to be won, guys. And a mug. And a mug. And they don't just be my mug. <laughs> hey! What but, we might do, we could send some autograph stuff as well. We could sign something and send it to him if well, we really wanted an autograph. We are famous. Yeah. I might just like get my cat to put it. And I might, if they want, I might even like autograph and send a picture of me knob. Wow. <laughs> um, you've heard it here first. Ryan will send you a dick pic if you want. That's um. Last <laughs> year. <laughs> No, I don't think I would really because <laughs> they'd be sh- they'd be shocked. And, yeah, we'll yeah. just leave that to Stu. Yeah, yeah. He likes that kind of thing. No, but I, I am serious about sending them a t-shirt. Oh, that's alright then. Yeah, you do genuinely win a t-shirt and a mug, just not the dick pic. No. Yeah. Um, so I need to think of a jingle for the overly, overly long name game, right? You can do. I'm not. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to force it on you like Stu does. But... It will bring you fortune. It will bring you fame if you win a game of the overly long name game. I want a bit meatloaf at the end. Of that. He did a bit. Quite yeah. good, yeah. but there you go. I have to say so myself. Um, <coughs> so here's today. Are you ready? Yes. <coughs> Let me get in them. There you go. Just get ready for it. Get ready. Here we go. A fair distance away. Primal utterance. Subconscious reactions. Dangerous carnivore. <laughs> it's a tough one this week. That if you is get a tough it, one. if you get it, maximum respect points to you. I'll read it, away. I'll read it again for you. A fair distance away, primal utterance, subconscious reactions, dangerous carnivore. <laughs> <laughs> Have fun with that, motherfuckers. <laughs> read it one last time before we uh, sign out and then... Uh... A fair distance away, primal utterance, subconscious reactions, dangerous carnivore. There you go. You heard it here first. That game's being released soon. But what is it? What is the... Yeah, what is the game? <laughs> Sorry, uh, it's already been released, yeah, obviously. obviously. Yeah, it's past tense, guys. Yeah, we can't yeah, see yeah. the future. We are we're visionaries, but we can't yeah. see the future. But what year did it come out, and what's the game called? What? Figure it out. What year is it? Um... <laughs> Wow, I've got a big spike on that. Stu's going to hate me for that. I was going to distort like shit. Yeah. Oh, you will distort it. That's what you'll be like. Yeah, so. Ryan, you go first. What, uh, what have you been doing well, on the just, internet? Just sign the whole thing out. It's fine. No, no, we have to do this. But I like this bit. It gets people thinking about where you find our stuff. Yeah, so we're on Twitter, at ShartSelectPod. We are indeed. On Instagram, at ShartSelectPod. Yep. On TikTok at Shark Select. Yeah, whatever that is. Yeah, well, that it's is. like Vine no. apparently. Yeah, it's like Vine. I've been there a couple of times, but there's a lot of crap in there. It's like, ugh, yeah, I'll leave, I'll leave it to Stu. Um, where else? Are? I'm Ryan, and I'm on Shark Select at Shark Select Ryan. No, you're on Twitter at Shark Select Ryan. You did get it wrong. Ah, <laughs> right. Hopefully, Stu will cut this bit out. No, keep it in. It's good. We like this. It's okay. So anyway, yeah, we're on a YouTube. Search for Shark Select. I'm Ryan on Twitter at Shark Select Ryan. That's the one you got there. You see. I am on Twitter and uh, Instagram as well at Shark Select Ryan, but I don't really use that. No, that I don't use mine either. <coughs> Feel free to add me, but I don't use it. Mm. I'm on Twitter at Winstolf. 
W-I-N-S-T-O-L-F, um, where I mainly do writing stuff at the moment, uh, as Stu's taken over the social media for the Sharks Light podcast. So if you see anything grim being written on it, it's not me, it's Stu, uh, who is also at, at Digestive with a Z1 on Twitter, but you don't use that anymore. He does, but he's mainly just... I've caught him using the Sharks Light one for his own personal stuff, and I've told him off for it. <laughs> he's not staying on brand sometimes he gets, he gets carried away I'm calling you out Stu you're a naughty little boy um, so yeah I'm at Winstolf on Twitter uh, I've also got my own little blog which is at Winstolf Port uh, at Winstolf www dot like, like that's how URLs work mm-hmm. Winstolf Portal dot blog but Winstolf's got a zero instead of an O because I'm a bastard. Um, you, need, you need to update your uh, Twitter so that's got an O in it as well. Yeah, I could probably just do it right now after we stop recording. That would probably gonna take me two minutes. Maybe I should do it. Mm. But there you go. Either way, you can find me there. Because your name um, is Winstolf with a zero. It is. But your Twitter handle hasn't got one. That's what my parents christened me as. Yeah. My dad was Win- my, my, my dad was was, was Winstolf Senior, and my mum's Winstetter. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> my brother's called Spongle. Might made that last one up. But yeah. Um, <laughs> So yeah, I'm currently working on a my my new next review for the Well Read Mage. I'm going to review Metro Exodus people, and my review for Persona Five has done really well. Yeah, got a sick amount of views off that. I'm very proud of myself. Nice. I'm also taking part in a, a blogging challenge at the moment over at um, Adventure Rules. Site like Adventure Rules into Google. You can find his blog. Mm-hmm. You set up a challenge where you have to write a little something about a scenario about your favourite video game character, which he gives you, and how they overcome it. So I've kind of found myself for the first time in my life writing fan fiction. Ah, right. Is it erotic? <clears throat> no, it's not erotic. Uh, I'll read it then. I'm hoping to win or at least not lose. So let's see how we do with that. That should be pretty cool. Um, and I think that's about all I've been up to. I've tried to do some book and movie reviews on my blog of late. Mm. Um, just have a look at them if you like. They're pretty cool. You might mm. like them. You might hate them. You might want to kill me, but it's worth a try. And I think that leads us to say, uh, don't forget to check out all our friends in the GPA and the Odd Pod Squad, like we said. Yeah, give us a nice review on iTunes. Yeah. The more five stars you give us, the more likely it's that poor Ryan can have a Christmas. Yeah. Because at the moment, he can't, because he's been banned after what he did with that Christmas stocking last year. Mm-hmm. But if he gets enough five star reviews, his missus says she'll let him have Christmas again. <laughs> um, just keep it in your pants next time. Yeah, I do. <clears throat> so yeah, give us five star reviews, we'll be your best friends. God bless you. Uh, I think that's all I was saying, it, Ryan? Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's get out of here before we run off by 30 to 50 feral hogs. Yeah. Because John, uh, John Bernal's on his way, isn't he? Yeah. What do you think of that meme about the feral hogs? What meme? What? How are you not in on the latest memes? You are the meme master. No, I'm not. She's a meme master. Some right-wing gun nut in America defended his right to carry the guns by saying, what if 30 to 50 feral hogs break into his garden where his kids are playing? No, oh, right. Is he not allowed to pick up his M60 machine gun and gun them all down? And it's just gone viral. No, no. I've, this morning I was at Twitch I was like 30 to 50 feral hogs what the fuck's going on so I had to google it no, no. it's very good though it's very funny 30 to 50 feral hogs we're so current we've got the latest memes fucking yes <laughs> goodbye everybody this microphone's sick bye see you bye Ryan bye bye oh fuck Ryan is that John Bernal in the distance ah gotcha now you son of a bitch hands up my brother's gonna go